Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy, it's simple, it's fun to use, and like me, I'm not very technical oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy, if you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up, and uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. If, if the dirigibles and the airships are true um, in the sense that they're these high technologies, wouldn't they, it seems like we went, they went backwards with backwards. the, pl- with the planes. Backwards. Right. 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 So you can argue that every time we've ever experienced war in this planet, we've gone backwards. That's the end result of war. So people in charge say, now I'm in charge and things are going to stay a certain way for a long time. We're going to suppress all of our recent inventions of technology, um, literature, language, you name it. I mean, look at the Latin language. Look at how it's followed the course of war and conquest through the planet. We have entire Latin America now, simply for more. Welcome back to Talk at the Tavern, folks. This was a nice, lengthy episode, so head over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast and sign up, and you'll get the almost three-hour recording of this show. And also, you get early release. Uh, Patreon releases on uh sunday for the tavern and tuesdays for the regular show so you get a a a day extra to to listen before anybody else does um we get serious like always and we get funny like always uh we had a great time was joined by ryan and kyle uh we had the uh the brothers over there at truth theater um they're a newer podcast so check them out they do a different style uh, they explain it in in the episode in the beginning, and we were also joined by Ari, and we were also joined by Jane over at uh, Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy, and then Chris from Rained Out Rantcast joined in uh, a little bit later and had a great time. Like I said, it was a long episode. It was a great Friday night. Got to meet some new people, and hopefully you'll check out some of these other people's shows and... Uh, yeah, enjoy the week. Um, it's going to be hell week for me, but that doesn't pertain to you. Um, but we will try uh, to stay on top and on track with regular uh, weekly episodes this week. Uh, this is just the one week out of the year where things at work are crazy. We have inventory and it's not fun, but hey, it's part of part of being an adult and working, they say, uh, for the man. But Enjoy the episode. Enjoy your week. I know over here on the East Coast, it's supposed to be a nice, beautiful week. I'll take it all day, every day, especially for uh, the second week of November and still haven't turned on the heater. And I like that. So maybe global warming is real. And if it is, you know, maybe I won't have to use my heater at all and use any heating oil. Uh, Anyway, enjoy the week. Have fun. And thank you for tuning in to Talk at the Tavern. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Talk at the Tavern. Uh, the bouncer said, and our local uh, busboy said, hey, I think people are lining up. Why don't we let them in? So I guess we'll let them in. Let everybody come in. We'll get acquainted. Uh, Kyle's here, our local dishwasher. We have Ari. We have uh, Jane. And Hi. Hello. What's up, dishwasher? Hello. What's going on? What's going on, dude? What's going on. Um, uh, your video is not on. Fucking retarded. I I am fucking retarded. Sorry, I'm I'm working on something here. That's fucking retarded. That's Someone's fucking typing. Retarded. 
What? Did you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah it's you like were an audio typing. Clip. I was typing. Oh, okay. I was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, welcome uh, to the tavern, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. Sure. Can everybody hear? I can yeah. hear just fine. Perfect. Same. Sounds good. Jane, thanks for joining. I know your uh, your partner couldn't couldn't make it, but hey. Yeah, he's working nights, so well, at least he doesn't get to do anything fun. At least you get to represent your brand. Right, exactly. Well, we'll go around the room. We'll start with Jane. Uh, Introduce yourself. Let people know where they can find your podcast and any social media. So I'm Jane. I am the mom half of the, excuse me, the Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy podcast. We are on the typical podcast flat platforms. I, I would ha- say all of them, but I haven't checked all of them to see if they're on there. And then you can find us on Facebook where uh, we've got a business page, Brutal, Bizarre and Boozy podcast. And then we have a fans page. And then we also have Instagram, which is uh, Brutal underscore Bizarre underscore brutal underscore bizarre underscore boozy and that is us who's next you there bud Uh, you're on mute hey look at me pulling a fucking first timer there you go bud yeah anybody who wants to go next (laughs) i can go so my name's Ari Sulin. I run ParadigmThreat.net. It's my uh, project, Paradigm Threat. It, um, aside from trying to just solve various conspiracy theories out there, get to the real bottom of them, I'm also working on a full reconstruction of Earth history based on Saturnian cosmology and um, Fomenko's new chronology, which gives a completely different version of history than what we're been told, what we're used to. Um, it's been my passion for the last two years and it turned out to be a lot bigger than I thought it would be. If you want to check out my work, just go to paradigmthreat.net. It's all on there. I'm not really on any social networks because I am banned from all of them. And that's me. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming, both of you. Uh, Jonah? Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Jonah. I am part of the True Theater, True Theater Radio. Um, it's a really, really new podcast. I think it's got a little bit of a different spin on it. It's a long form discussion, but it also incorporates, uh, audio drama. And, uh, I'm not sure how many people are familiar with audio drama or have listened to very much of it, but we've been fans of it our whole life. You can pretty much find us on our website at truetheaterradio.com, or you can also find us on all the podcasts. We're also on Instagram and all those other dumb things. Awesome. Did you say drama? Oh, yeah. Dude, Lots of drama. I, I, I messaged you the other day. Uh, nice to finally meet you, man. Uh, put a face to the to the name. Um, yeah. yeah, man, that's I, I really like what you're doing. That's really cool. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm imagining like Allah or Circa, uh, you know, War of the Worlds 19 19- early you know early 19 or early 20 cent ter- early 20 <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah 1938 is when it aired that's, I, I remember it just <laughs> 1930s and be wrong but i'm pretty sure uh, yeah i think that's right so yes um, yeah uh nice to meet all of you i'm kyle with the big and, podcast. which I'll, I'll, oh, i'm sorry to interrupt you i'll just let you know my brother's supposed to be here but he's gonna be here in a second whenever he figures out whatever he's got to figure out oh no continue worries. Oh, well, I was just going to say, I'm Kyle with the Big Dumb Podcast. Nice to meet all of you. Ari, I've been a huge fan of yours for uh, a long time, man. I love the work Appreciate you do. Um, been, you're one of, I, I always say this, you're one of, like, there's few, a lot of people out there that I'm like, I don't know if I want to hit them up to come on the show just because, like, they're, they're not too good, but, like, they are, like, serious, you know, about the work they do, and I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I do like the work you do, man. It's really great. And nice to meet you as well. I like uh, the boozy part of the of the show. That's really fun. And uh, of course, Jonah, again, nice to be in Ghost. Good to see you as well. Is the Javelina joining us tonight? 
he said he was going to. So he said that uh, last week too. Wait, did he, he come last week? week? Yeah, he did. He he likes okay. to casually late. You know. Okay. The good bouncer yeah. that he is. Yeah, bouncer shows up when the party starts, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm the resident dishwasher here. Uh, I just clean up after everybody, and uh, you know, but it wouldn't run without me. Let's just say that. <laughs> but nice to see all of you. I'm excited for tonight. Yes, absolutely, Jane. I came across your podcast through my other podcast, which is Bizarre Encounters. Yes. So I was like, well, I'm going to cross the uh, the bridge here and and mend both both worlds and invite you. And uh, Jonah, I heard you guys on Legit Bat who have been. Oh, yeah. They were our first uh, first official guests. Yeah. And uh, enjoyed listening to uh, to that interview. And uh, you also had uh, a mutual friend of a lot of the podcasters podcast mom of the world uh deplorable janet so, <laughs> shout out to yeah. janet. and uh and ari yeah same thing been a been a huge fan and i think uh i will be reaching out to you to have you on my regular show and i do take things serious on my end but this is my unofficial hey i try to it <laughs> always ends up you know devolving you know we'll start <laughs> serious and devolve where on this show i think we start off silly and then end up getting serious as the night goes on yeah and then when everybody leaves and it's just you me and ryan that's when it really gets crazy yeah <clears throat> but, oh there uh, he is there he is. Hey, what's up? I gotta turn my computer around so I make sure I get some better, like better lighting. No, I I like the vibe you're going for, man. I think uh, you can keep it up. Very yeah. mysterious. It's spooky. Yeah, you got a shadow man. <laughs> spooky. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if I ask a couple of after he introduces himself? Do you mind if I ask a, a few questions? Um, I guess so. Okay. Thanks. I don't give a fuck. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, oh, go ahead, Jonah. Oh, I was just if, if John, uh, my brother's going to introduce himself. I already gave him all the spiel. Just say who you are. Okay, Joshua James Earl, True Theater Radio. Okay, now that I hear both of you together, you definitely have the voice for some uh, uh, audio dramas, man. That's that's great. <laughs> um, I like that. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, I like that. yeah. That's awesome. Are you guys? Uh, what's your? I guess what I want to ask. Uh, I'll start with you guys. What's your? Do y'all have a just a passion for audio drama or do y'all have any sort of background in um, acting or drama or anything like that? Absolute and total passion for audio drama since we were like little tiny kids. Most people had never even listened to it, but we were listening to it before anybody thought it was a thing. Um, that includes the old time radio shows. And then later on, we actually discovered that a lot of people were doing modern stuff. And I literally have gigabytes upon gigabytes of just backs up backups of audio dramas that I've saved throughout the years. And some of the stuff that's out there would just absolutely blow your mind. As far as a background in any of this stuff, uh, one of the main reasons why I have any ability to do any of it at all is... Um, I did actually do some film work uh, in L.A. and it sounds way film work pretentious in L- and in dumb. LA? You were yeah. in L.A. No, yeah, way. it was <laughs> it was pretty lame. But to be fair, it was a Christian a Christian film company. Oh, so wait, it was wait. also lame and not also doubly lame on top of that. Which so. company? <laughs> uh, we actually just had a company from L.A move here to tech a christian film company move here to texas i don't know if they're the same i don't know if yeah, you i promise yeah. you they're not the same okay but um <laughs> i was the only thing that didn't make their stuff completely suck as in like i i try to remove the cringe as much as possible You're i think that was Jesus my job didn't make it like amazing dude that's i mean well the thing is is that ironically the jesus in the bible can actually be pretty interesting but christians are terrible marketers <laughs> terrible marketers and and so, ones are. <laughs> yeah so yeah the good ones and so um but yeah i did some of the film work and stuff like that but uh, b- before i even got out there i was just really into doing a lot of uh um i just i understood editing without even touching editing saw i just i intuitively knew it even when i was younger i'd watch something i knew how they did it it was just finding out how the software worked and i could do it and so i just kind of had a 
I just kind of have a knack for it. And when it came to audio dramas, like, well, we could do that. And then it just kind of had this idea. We started listening to podcasts all the time and we loved everything about all the stuff that we were coming to learn about the world we live in. And uh, after listening to so many podcasts, it just kind of had this natural move towards wanting to start our own. And then it was just this fusion of, well, let's do something we, bo- we both love, but put it together. And that was just kind of how the idea went. We thought it was really novel. And with that said, um, while every, all other podcasters out there are, have no problem throwing an episode out there, once or twice a week ours will take much longer because <laughs> we have to actually make these things so That's great man what are um what are some of uh audio what are some audio dramas that either are your favorites that maybe uh people listening could go find and listen to or just some that you might recommend like one or two that uh, really stand out to you well i will tell my brother to answer this because he's going to say the exact same one <laughs> yeah i am <laughs> Leviathan Chronicles, man. Leviathan Chronicles. Leviathan fucking Chronicles. Leviathan Chronicles. And you're also going to look up uh, the Byron Chronicles, which is incredible, with um, uh, uh, David Alt, which is an incredible voice actor. British he's the, voice actor. He's the, only audio dra- he's the only audio drama actor that I know by name. Every, yeah. I mean, I he's that good. He every he's time he's good. in something. But yeah, Leviathan Chronicles, Byron Chronicles. They also have things like the Kingery, which is like think Goodfellas, but in outer space. Yeah, and so they have, like uh, so basically what I want what what we kind of want to explain is like because uh, we were so into audio drama for so long, and before podcasting was even really a thing these audio dramas were coming out and we had to, we had to find, you had to know about them. You had to find them. It was like this underground world of audio dramas, this modern audio drama. And once you found it, it was like you found, you knew you'd found gold. You'd found something amazing. And when we, we got really into that and then now all of a sudden podcasting has become a thing. And so now you have all these, shows that actually and and frankly it's kind of it's kind of getting a little frustrating because i've listened to some audio dramas that these big companies are putting out now oh they're the worst and they have just suck. not good they're they not good budgets and they can't make it they don't know what's yeah. good they have to yeah. they just throw it's money yeah, it. and yeah so now there's this golden era of audio drama that was like early 2000s that was just spectacular and it was all because of the love of the art of it and so that's what my brother and i really we, we got into and so at, i'm actually i actually talked to jonah about this and we want to uh, and i actually got a hold of one old school audio drama now, i'm not talking about, i'm not talking about old school radio drama like you know the shadow and all those other things back in the 40s and 50s i'm talking about things that were like early 2000s. And I got a hold of this one company called um, Chatterbox Audio. And there's this one episode that's just amazing. And they agreed to have us showcase some of their stuff on our podcast. And so like a lot of times we'll throw something out there that's not going to be our own stuff because we know how good it really can get and nobody's ever heard it. And so we want to kind of revive that a little bit while cool. also sticking, while also sticking to, you know, our community, which is the truth or community was where we were like, okay, we know that Hollywood sucks and we're going to bring out some, like show some better stuff that we, that our people can actually enjoy, you know? That's awesome guys. That's really cool. Thanks for letting me like, uh, you know, telling us about it and what y'all plan to do. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. And if you ever need a, uh, need some uh, talent, I got you. I'm, oh yeah. We're all about it. Oh, yeah. And I'll, uh, flamboyant as hell. <laughs> I can do anything, bro. Classically trained actor and, uh, and voice and uh, singer. I got you, bro. Whatever you oh, want. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah, sound yeah, like oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Texas man at heart. So there's a little bit of nasally twang, but I can, uh, I can work on it's it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
And also, I'd like just to apologize to all of you because I've never heard any of your podcasts before until we started hearing about you. But to be fair, there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I probably wouldn't be able to do anything but listen to podcasts if I knew everybody. Well, well Ghost, I actually do listen to your podcast. I, I love my third day podcast. I listen to a lot of your episodes. I'm well, very big. You. I'm a big fan. And also, though, the big dumb podcast. Kyle, I, I know you too. Like, oh, you're, thanks, you guys man. are great. Appreciate I'm, I'm very familiar with all with, with a lot of y'all stuff. It's a lot of fun. Well, cool, man. Well, I pre we pre yeah we appreciate that. Yeah, uh, very humbling. I hope you're enjoying the uh, the cunt, as we like <laughs> <laughs> which is the conspiracy underground news team. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you guys, you guys need to awesome. build that up to the point where you can actually go out into the world like man on the street and like get some information like on the, you know, boots on the ground and just be like, Hey, we're with cunt and like, don't address it. At all, you know, and just totally, get also totally pull it off. That'd be like, great. I, 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 we're with cunt. What do you think about Nancy Pelosi's husband getting beaten with a hammer and then just like wait for them to answer. And they're having like, one black eye. And who are you with? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, how many of y'all, let's be honest. How many of y'all heard that story? And we're like, immediately like, that's bullshit. bullshit. That didn't happen. <laughs> right. Like up. every, how many of y'all actually thought that might have happened? My Come two on. theories were uh, either he owed somebody some money, like he made some bad bets, or it was a gay thing. Turns out it was both. <laughs> <laughs> it was both. Yeah, right. It's funny. Yeah, no, the whole rebranding re came from uh, the Wicked Planet podcast, Ron from New England. He, he had posted something, and it was like, I don't know, maybe. 10 episodes in somewhere in there uh i had commented i'm like oh yeah we discussed this on and i just used the abbreviations uh because it used to be conspiracy in the news c-i-t-n well it auto corrected to cunt and ryan was like <laughs> making fun and he's like and then a, a week or two later he's like dude maybe we should do something with with trying to do that and you know, we, we kind of threw it out to to some of the listeners and, and, and what have you. And this and we just, hey, how about the conspiracy underground news team? I'm like, that's perfect. And <laughs> so good. Born, I love it. Yeah, I, it just we weren't expecting it to take off <laughs> the way it did, because it was just like, hey, I kind of want to throw another episode out this week. Uh, but I want to get back more into the conspiracy side of things where Q kind of raped me and made me left to feel vulnerable. <laughs> I want to get back to actually looking into conspiracies without having that feeling. Do you want to do something? He's like, yeah, dude, I'm down. So we never really took it too serious at first. And now we're like, I think we got something here. So we're, we're just having, we're two retards have two half retards having fun. And when you put us halves together, you get one full retard. And that's fucking retarded. Sometimes I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a little retarded. Oh, hold on. I've got that one here. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. I also finally <laughs> added this one. Nice. I added this one for all my Pennsylvania night out there. Hi. Good night, everybody. There you go. That's how you end the show. Yeah. Hi. Good night, <laughs> um, everybody. Yeah. Well, I also, Ghost, if you don't mind, I'm gonna ask another question. Um, I wanted to ask um jane to tell me as someone who doesn't know a little bit about what goes on at the brutal bizarre and boozy podcast because it sounds fun i like brutality i like booze the bizarre stuff i can get into it just depends on what flavor of bizarre you're into so what do y'all do what do y'all got going on over there we cover a little bit of everything we basically we start the show with some kind of cocktail one cocktail, and that cocktail goes with one of our stories, whether it's the bizarre story, the boozy story, doesn't really matter. We rotate who picks the drink each week. And so based on whatever the drink is and whatever we're feeling like we want to research, then we'll link it to, we try, it has to be linked some way. a little bit, right? Yeah, it has okay. to be linked some way to... Uh, one of the stories and then whoever picks the drink and picks their story, then the other person picks the opposite. My son and I do it together. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, he's that's awesome. the one who he works nights, weeknights. And so he couldn't make it tonight. Um, 
and we typically record on the weekends because those are his free days and uh, he's busy working hard tonight. Um, so we've covered, we've covered things like Elisa Lamb and the Cecil Hotel. We've covered some brutal stuff that uh, a lot of people know about. We've also covered some local uh, crimes in our small town. We live, well, he doesn't live here anymore. I still live in the small town and it's a really terrifying town if you know the underbelly of it. And a lot of people don't think that it's, you know, it's all nice and pretty on the outside, but if you really take the time to look at the, the deeper side of it, it's pretty brutal. So I feel like a lot of town, a lot, of especially small, small towns have that kind of eerie background or underbelly, as you said to them. Right. That's interesting. Well, that's cool. I, you, you know what? I'm going to ask my mom if she wants to start a podcast. There you go. There That'd you go. Awesome. Yeah. We could, and then we finish every, <laughs> okay, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> we finish every uh, episode. We each have a chaser. So whether it's a story from our work or a story from, that we read on the news or something to just change the mood a little bit. We try and bring some lightness back into it from the really graphic, gory crap to, well, let's talk about something a little bit more fun. Well, that's hey, good. Jane, that's important uh, to do. You know what would be very uh, like interesting is um, if you could make like, like have on our show, like a Sazerac, you know what a Sazerac is? It's, I a have, New Orleans, it's, it's a New Orleans yeah. drink. Yeah. And have some really, because New Orleans has every weird thing you could possibly imagine. It's, it's so it, It's like, it's, it's unlimited. Yeah. Like, drink Sazeracs and talk about some crazy. Like, I know about this one story with this kid who was on Bourbon Street. He crawled up a house to go and uh, hook up with a, with a girl. And he, his, her dad comes out of the freaking room and he jumps out of the wind, like crawls out of the window and he gets impaled by this thing. And he's walking around Burbage with all of his guts hanging out. Oh, oh shit. God. That's it's brutal. Like, it's so now it's like this major ghost story on Bourbon Street. And people will like, like tell, like, they'll actually talk about it. So that would be a fascinating thing. It but would like, be. Yeah. Sazerac's. Yeah. And crazy New Orleans stories. That would be awesome. We did a story uh, where the couple was from Louisiana and Sazerac was one of my possible drinks. I don't mm. remember exactly what was in it, but I remember looking at, at it and going, I'm not going to drink that. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a rough am, drink. It's herbicide. Yeah. It's basically herbicide or absinthe and whiskey and ice it's yeah it's not it's not great but it's it'll mess you up i'll tell you that i will say that about half of our drinks have been fails on on my end because i don't i don't like the taste of alcohol you need to mask it with something i'll drink i'm happy to drink i just don't want to know i'm getting fucked up <laughs> your entire your entire show is called boozy I know. <laughs> you know, you don't like all the taste of alcohol. No. Well, I have a stupid question. <laughs> Fantastic. Is is the Sazerac? Is this what Lil Wayne used to be uh, when he used to call? No, that was scissor. Scissor. No, scissor is co a liquid codeine, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Different. I don't even know what the hell that scissor is. What it's is that? Liquid hydrocodone. It's like cough syrup with hydrocodone in it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, dude. I used to fuck with uh. scissor. You know. Put it in a in a bottle of Sprite. Smoke some weed. Drink some scissor. Have a beer or two. So you'll be having a great time. That you won't move. Terrible. You won't be moving, but you'll be chilling. Will um, you remember it? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not if you do all three. Oh gosh, um, we gotta then, take the time to welcome the bouncer, um, dude. You look like a bouncer tonight, Brian. Thanks. Does my mic work? No, uh, you're coming through the you. computer. Son of a bitch. This is what happens, dude. You change one setting one time and then something is just like permanently messed up. Yeah, no, it's cool to meet some new people here. How does this sound? Does this sound? Oh, 
Check, check, check. Go. That's there it right go. there. There you go. Money, yeah. baby. Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for welcoming me in like that. It's nice. And it was promethazine was the the type of uh, drink that Little Wayne was drinking. Codeine and promethazine. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I was trying to say that, but apparently my mic was not working. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Hey, what's up? Um, Ghost, can I ask one more one more question? Yes. And then I'll be done for a long time. I promise. Ari, I'm very familiar with your work. I like a lot of the stuff you do have. And you say you you say you're still working on this on this uh, timeline. It's a big project, this timeline. Yeah. Any new developments lately that you've kind of uh, that you've been working on? I'm just just for my own sake. I'm curious. Yeah, um, it's actually kind of like the constant process of discovery. And by discovery, I don't mean discovering what other people have written and already said. I mean, discovering links that other people have not pointed out. Like, oh, I see. This makes sense now. This is why this happened. Could this be that? Yes, it is. You know, you kind of just continue on this path. The only question left is, is this a path to nowhere? Are you off the rails? Are you, you know, connecting dots that shouldn't be connected? But my basis here, more or less, is Fomenko's new chronology. And if you if you've read Fomenko, you know that at least for the Russians, from their perspective on world history, that almost all of it is such a puzzle. It's all been duplicated and regrafted and refashioned, squashed and distorted. And as a result, no matter how well somebody hides their tracks, it, it leaves a puzzle that everything reconnects in sort of a miraculous, unbelievable way. Like, oh, how could this person really be all of those people? You know, how could, say, Jesus be Alexander? be Muhammad. That sounds crazy to most people. They would say these are all different historical figures. And the puzzle that Fumienko has been trying to solve since the 90s says otherwise. So as far as discoveries go, yes, just been constant discovery. And my question is, you know, where does where does one's faith lie? Do you accept these discoveries as possible? Or is it all just, you know, in the guise of Russian propaganda? Right. Well, I, and I know you, you brought up Russian and I, that was kind of my follow up question. Um, I know for at least in my understanding, I didn't start hearing about, you know, like Tartaria. I heard about it, you know, back in 2018 when I first heard about it. Um, and I think back in 2014, Russia had released some information about it. Right. So do you think that a lot of this kind of new history uh, topic and discussion, uh, specifically Tartaria and maybe some lost history uh, stems from that release of Russian information? And does Russia really have a different uh, at least their perception of of world history. Yes, absolutely. Um, you can actually say that the discoveries that we are now making about Tataria, we as in the internet uh, community, are directly related to world events right now. The um, attempt in the last hundred, couple hundred years and centuries to contain Russia and the, and the attempt since World War II, the so-called Cold War that resulted in an actual war that we're in right now. And the war that we're in right now is over these same look. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Crimea, etc. Turns out that this war is really over truth. It has nothing to do with who did what to whom or what the Geneva Convention says. All those rules are broken here. That's not what's happening. What's happening is it's a war over truth. And you either accept West truth or Eastern truth. And they don't, there is not much of a of in-between, is there? There's no like, you know, people finding middle ground here. If if we accuse Russia of a false flag in the Donbass. Turns out they already accused the West of a false flag in the Donbass. It's not, you're not going to get much of a, you know, leverage here for truth. It's going to come down to faith. So I prefer to, to sort of put things in their bucket, you know, Western versus Eastern, Scaligerian history versus Fomenkian history. Well, while Fomenko doesn't really represent Russian historians, he's the closest thing we have. He's studied the Chronicles directly and provided us with this new chronology, which was completely dismissed by the West. And then what caught my attention is, since then, he's just been trying to get it out, you know, books and movies and stuff. He's, he has all kinds of claims that are really essential. And we should look into them. Turns out the West has already looked into all of his claims and dismissed them. Mm -hmm. Then him and his team go and say, what is this? Why, why do we 
encounter so much resistance in this world, they find out previous historians who tried the same thing or countered identical resistance, that history isn't being fought over because people prefer their version. It's actually um, the forces that work against him, against truth itself, are tremendous. History is the most powerful force there is. It's more powerful than, say, finances. A lot of people think, you know, control over foreign currency is a very big power, fiat currency. And I would agree, but you can't get the fiat currency issued in the first place without faking the history. All of those aristocracies in Western Europe, you know, mm. they all coined their own right. currencies and now they can print as much as they want. And guess what? Here in America, we did sort of the same thing with our aristocracy, aristocratic presidency. But these guys are all basically our kings and queens. They've been raised in sort of a deep state garden to to be king and queen. That's why Obama and Trump and all these people are related in some way. You know, it's frustrating right. for us to hear about this. Yeah. Stuff. Our celebrities are too, right? I mean, our celebrities really mix in with the politicians as far as our royalty, right? Yes, absolutely. Kim Kardashian, if she ran for president, dude, she'd win. Watch. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I think she would definitely like or like The Rock. I mean, like people like this, like, like, why? Why would we want these people to like be the face of our country? It's the same thing as Obama. Obama was like a rock star type dude, you know, like that, like not not in the traditional way, like, you know, playing crazy, being all loud and stuff. But like, it's just, you know, admired by everybody. So it's yeah, it's definitely you have a good point there, dude. Several, everybody's everybody's President Camacho now. Everybody wants to be President Camacho from uh, what's the movie? Uh, Idiocracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they want. Everybody wants to be President Camacho, the porn star that is also a freaking heavyweight champion. It's like that's what everybody wants. Zelensky. Uh, you talk like that's a fag, fun. and your shit's all retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I had that. So, I had to. I had to do it. <laughs> so, so, in relation to that, Ari, uh, what? How much? Because I haven't done any kind of real research on it, but I've heard of it uh, kind of going into that same vein as all the presidents and all the actors and they're all related and things. Uh, the concept of, of the blue bloods, I don't really know where that term originated or what well, it I even do. really What's feel that? free to feel free to fill me in. But I've only heard of it. And I'm just curious is to uh, based off of anything you might have researched as to why there might there is that element, because, I mean, it, it sounds like there's got to be more to it than just a, a goofy nickname. All right. Um, well, you're either referring to the deep state, which a lot of people use that term to exp- express the the state within all governments, the controlling all governments within an elite structure that's sort of been there for a long time, for hundreds of years, or if not since the origin of man. And this deep state structure is essentially the evil that we all have to contend with. You either believe in it or you don't. A lot of people in the news, for example, came out with the term in the last three years. Remember an article, I think New York Times or Atlantic or something, title was, God bless the deep state. They said it was all the FBI agents that are sort of preventing people from, like Trump, from ever you know, using their power and so forth. They made all this, these cases. Um, to me, I was surprised because I thought until then it was a derogatory term. But then I also saw a show in Israel called Deep State, came out like uh, 10 years ago. So clearly, the element of predictive programming is already there. Predictive programming is something that we experience in all of our media, from books to movies, TV shows. They're constantly educating us about stuff about the world, stuff that we think is benign, you know, like it's like Saudi uh, princes coming to, you know, banks in America. That was on the Meredith Children one time. Like all this stuff is it's not random. It's uh, to educate us or to, or to get us programmed predictively for a future event. Uh, what events, for example, well, m- most likely the thing that they want to prevent us from knowing is something that something someone like you and me will come and tell somebody someday, hey, have you heard of this? Have you heard of, say, the deep state? Have you heard of, um, you know, uh, Pizzagate? And the answer that you'll receive is, yes, I actually already heard of all that stuff in a movie, in a TV show. That's predictive programming. So w- when you see it everywhere, you start to wonder, is predictive programming a way a primer? that actually leads back to the truth that, that they don't want us to know about. Is it actually gone so far that they can't even hide the tracks? All of the truth that they want to hide in front of us is available in predictive programming, you know, like, like lizard people and all that, all the kind of stuff that they don't want us to believe in. Essentially they've given us some sort of raw, incomplete, inaccurate version of it so that it can be debunked and then therefore not believed in. So that's predictive programming. As far as blue bloods go, go I'll just give you my theory on that. Um, that comes directly from cold-blooded humans. And you'd say, hey, there aren't any, but actually 
throughout literature, you'll find references to humans being of all sorts of, of shapes and sizes, you know, giants, of course, throughout history, uh, humans with hair, all of the bodies, dog faces, bull faces, um, fishmen, um, you, you name it. It's all in our literature. And uh, until the 20th, until the end of the 19th century, all of it was considered science. It wasn't fiction. There was no, no such category of science fiction yet. So um, essentially, back in the, the, the further back you go in history, the more likely it is that you'll find these kinds of, you know, blue blooded humans with blue blood coming out or uh, cold blood humans that cannot regulate their own, uh, their own uh, temperatures. Uh, scaly humans with scales. I've seen pictures of them. It's bizarre. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you know, green skin and so forth. One place where you'll find these kinds of people, and I'll just jump right into that. Wait, you said, wait, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. You said you've seen pictures of scaled people. Yes. Like, uh, like in South, South China, find a guy that oh, looks pretty much this. like, right. Well, it's, it's one of those pictures that's hard to, you know, hold on to these days, flagged and banned, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, can, I can only claim I've seen it at this point, but, uh, to conclude, the point is, um, if if you were to find life on Mars, if you if you were to find humans on Mars, then they would have been there the whole time since our origin story, since the Earth started too. 19th century showed all kinds of literature about humans on Mars. So there's no reason to not believe in them. These humans, a lot of them are cold-blooded. And why? Because Mars is an extremely cold planet. It's hard to live on. It's um, You essentially can't regulate, te- regulate your temperature and you need to rely on machines to live. So you find... You find uh, lizard people up there. You find mutants. They do have cold. They have blue blood. They come to Earth and they do crossbreed. So they do represent an element of our elite, of our upper class. Do you think that's why we see such a push now for like body positivity and like acceptance of all that? Because eventually, at some point, we're going to come across people that have scales or blue blood or a tail or something like that. I mean, obviously, I'm joking a little bit, but. I could see that being extrapolated to an extent because we definitely see it with like, like the groomers, right. As, as they say, like the, the, the drag queen story hour and stuff. To me, that's all just prepping us for like open pedophilia. So is this body positivity thing prepping us just to be unhealthy and also bring in the lizard people so they can walk amongst us. I mean, and that's a, that's a ridiculous question. I know, but I I could see that going there. Yeah, you know, we don't have much evidence of these things. We can only speculate. But I would say the bigger example is vampires. We see a huge interest in vampires out of nowhere. It's like, how many freaking vampires do we have to know about? That was a line from The Office. Uh, there's so much budget towards vampires and zombies. Zombies is a whole other thing. Dude, I would and, love to be a vampire. I'm not, I'm not there even. There you go. I think that would be great. Cool. So if you accept that they might actually be there too, just, you know, just throw out everything you've ever heard of science fiction. These are things that they don't want us to believe in. There's a quote from the second Matrix movie where the Oracle says this. Every single time you've seen a vampire, an alien, or anything like that, is a system trying to simulate something that's doing what it shouldn't be doing. So uh, when we hear about vampires, you know, it all gets covered up. And then we see these movies where they sort of give us a fake version of it. There's so many movies of it, right? Then we hear about adrenochrome and, and, and how there might be this, um, this whole market of it out there. Um, so again, is either believe in like the, the possibility of adrenochrome you know, Pizzagate, that kind of stuff, or you don't, comes down to faith. And if you do, then it's time to start um, nailing thing, nailing definitions down. Adrenochrome is no different from vampirism. It's the exact same thing. If you get addicted to human blood, you get the biggest high of all. It's, the, it's a tremendous high. You'll never beat it. I wouldn't know, by the way. <laughs> but I'm just saying, based on literature, it does everything. It heals you. It makes you young. It can turn you into a monster and back. It's crazy what blood and the, and the pineal gland are actually capable of in literature. So the people who are addicted to it cannot ever stop or they will wither. And that is vampirism. That is straight up vampirism. They stop gaining their ability to create their own blood and they basically need blood constantly. They get this little adrenochrome capsule and they either eat it or inject it. So again, if you, if you believe the deep state's addicted to adrenochrome, then you have to accept that there, there's vampires all over the place. The movies that right. they put out for us are actually telling well, us this. Blade, it kinda, that kind of adds to some of the the you know hollywood stuff we've seen I, I know there's several vampire movies where they have to create like synthetic blood like i think blade is a good example there's I was gonna say, but others yeah. the but third they, blade no, movie yeah is the worst been, one because there's this one scene where they're like admitting they have a whole factory of humans on respiratory and they're just like generating blood it's a blood factory it's like the worst case scenario the blade's like shut down password code and the movie has a happy ending 
Right. And he has to make his own, like he has to make a synthetic blood. And then we, but we've seen evidence of patents for, uh, you know, synthetic adrenochrome, like that are real patents. So that does, that does make sense. I think you make a good point there that if we accept these certain things, we may have to accept others that are maybe a little further out there, but look at the TV uh, series. What was it? True blood. True blood. Yeah. I never yeah, that watched was, it. That's that was the quote I was referencing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> There's that little uh, startup company too called Ambrosia, where they take uh, young blood uh, mm-hmm. from, you know, they say young teenagers uh, or old teenagers, young adults, and, you know, tran- transfuse it or whatever, infuse it into, you know, older folks that have the money to do it and then there's also that disease uh they call it the cannibal disease i think it's called kuru Mm -hmm. where when you're consuming it's kind of like human mad cow disease almost Mm -hmm. so um yeah man there's a lot of stuff that that kind of points to this but where i heard um the term blue blue bud blue blood comes from that's a hard to say when you've had a couple beers is that you know these people that are so inbred and they're they're skin is like translucent and you can see their their veins in their face right like that's like where the like the, the term child, uh what was his, the uh, recent rothschild who died a few years ago who just like looked like a fucking skeletor yeah man it's because they're they're so inbred i mean a lot of these people do have you know kuru and like other iron deficiency type things i know the entire royal family weirdly enough has like an iron deficiency so that would you know make sense Maybe they they need to consume they some also sort of don't iron. sweat either. That's what they say. I think that they that's like them trying to tell you like Jim Kim Jong Un tells you he doesn't shit. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like one of those things where they tell you that they're like just better than you. We don't sweat. Come on, you know. <laughs> Kim Jong Un he, he also tells you he's the skinniest man and the most fit in the world. So and he's an incredible golfer. Mm-hmm. He's got a good haircut. I will say that. But yeah, no, it it is definitely interesting to see the. Uh, the the ideas of where this whole term comes from, because that's where you get like royal blue, the color royal blue. Um, blue just has like a history of like just being tied with the royals. And obviously purple does now, too. So just kind of kind of interesting. The story about purple is completely different, though. It's, I guess, an ink from a, a rare type of squid. So, well, actually, I've, I've kind of heard something similar where it might have something to do with um, uh, type of. Uh, like negative blood, R- negative R- blood, H- negative or whatever, Rh negative blood. But yeah, they're saying like any like I'm a positive. So I'm like I I've heard about this and it's like oh if you're a if you're a um, Hr positive blood, then you're basically a monkey, and if you're a, like Hr negative, then you're part of the the elite or whatever the elite it is. ruling class nonsense. It's like it's so. It's so dumb. It's just like, but it's, but that's what they, some of these people believe they're freaking crazy. Well, there seemed to be also like kind of an element of that, uh, that it, it's, it felt a little bit truth droppy to me in that, uh, I don't know if anybody saw the Dr. Sleep, the sequel to the shining terrible movie. Well, I thought it was anyways, yeah, but I did not see it. It, um, it was terrible. Yeah, it, 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 it's like if you're a fan of The Shining, it don't see Dr. Sleep. But essentially, the whole concept is that all these shiners out there who are part of the dark side, um, I mean, they're they're almost blatant about it. They kidnap kids and kill them for their energy. That's the movie. No, the no. end. You want to know another dumb movie that my <laughs> wife actually same. informed me? That yeah, Monsters Inc. That did that too, and I was like, once I, once I, <laughs> once I wasn't in my younger years, and then I started like seeing movies through a new light. That was like, oh my god, what am I watching here? <laughs> so, what were we saying, yeah. Ghost? Uh, well, I was just going to say another really stupid movie that my wife informed me that I did watch that. I took a recommendation from you, Ryan, and asked her because I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure she watched it. What was it? Was it Rubber? Rubber, the killer tire, dude. She That's goes, such oh. a good movie. <laughs> what a great <laughs> movie. Didn't she? Yeah, yeah dude, dude. It's sick. I used to watch that like back in the day when I first started like smoking weed, dude. dude and yes. It makes it better to watch if you're stoned. Because I, I said, I walked out after we were done. I said, Ryan says we're supposed to watch this movie called Rubber. She goes, 
Oh my god, that stupid fucking movie about the killer tire. Yeah, Dude, man. I fucking remember watching that. I'm like, but no, think about you were very drunk when I put it on, and I'm this like, one of those predictive you. programming things. Think about how many videos you've seen of a of a stray tire coming in at 80 miles an hour and pelting someone in the head. <laughs> what's cool about it is that they like the the directors and the actors and everyone involved in the movie knows it's a stupid concept and they make reference to it the entire time so it's like a comedy not really a horror movie but there's some interesting murder scenes I love like bad movies. Well, there's They're a so whole good. there's a yeah. whole genre of movies that are like that it's almost like take two two or three things throw them in a hat and see what you pull out. Like I just saw one. I haven't recorded. I haven't seen it. There was one that came out called Velocipaster. Yes, dude. <laughs> I'm like, who comes up with these things? There's I'm also, like, I've seen Lamageddon. Lamageddon's another nice one. Lamageddon, Lama, the end Lama. of the world. Lama's bringing it forward. It's Have crazy. You seen teeth? Have you seen teeth? Yeah, dude. Of course, the, the, the vagina. The vagina teeth? teeth. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I, no. I saw the cover for it back in the day. At Blockbuster, and I was like, "I'm not." No. I actually read that that's an actual phobia. There's it a, is a phobia. It's a real thing. Oh my God. Oh my okay, God. I'm so lost. What is teeth? It's yeah, dude. Kyle, theater okay, so kid this, needs to explain this, it. Uh, this this girl, like, I don't know how she, how it happened, but essentially, like, she gets she's like getting raped. Like, she's a high school girl. She's getting raped, and like her defense mechanism is that her vagina has like teeth and it bites his dick off shark teeth like yeah and so like that's how she like takes revenge on like all the rapists is she like lets them fuck her and then she but she bites their dick off with her vagina solid move i will they say all die they all die like the dudes don't like survive the dick biting off they they die i don't think i'd want to survive no. I'd be okay with dying. I got bit. Think about the high notes you can hit, though. You know what I mean? Just the tr- just just transition, bro. At that point, you'd be accepted in today's fighting women's MMA. MMA. I'll transition to death. Lorena <laughs> Bobbitt watched that movie. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, did she watch that movie? I bet she probably wrote that movie. Ah, yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to transition a couple years ago when I got bit in the dick by a dog. Oh, oh wait, that happened to you. Told me yeah. about that. It was a little pit, right? Tell us about yeah. that. I want to hear this story. That's crazy. It was a it was a little rescue pit. It was my stepson's best friend. Uh their their newest rescue. Okay. And I hold nothing against that breed. I'm actually training a pit mix right now, which is my stepson and the who I'm referencing. And uh he, we had to go up. He, he called us. Long story short, he had rode his dirt bike up up to their house, and he, he they were trying to put air back in the tire, but the the valve step kept on going in. So I walked into the garage. I said, "Grab a pair of pliers, you know, hold it up, and then start putting air in." Well, this little puppy comes over, and his mom was out, and she's like, "You know, we're kind of not, you know, real sure how he is, and this and that. You know, he can kind of be weird. Uh, he came from." being highly abused it was like okay well at the time my big dog was still i don't even know he might have been a year old at the time so i i was still in puppy mode play you know bane you know and he bane's this huge dog that just thinks he's 20 pounds well i'm sitting there i'm like oh hey puppy da, da, da. well next thing you know it starts snapping at me and i'm wearing like uh basketball shorts <laughs> and my wife was driving okay for whatever fucking reason when I got out of the car, she locked the fucking doors. Windows are all down, but she locked the doors. All of a sudden, I get bit in the dick, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And immediate reaction, <laughs> first aid buddy care that I was taught in the military, I just reached down and clamp, you know, squeezed the shit out of it because I'm thinking it's oh, yeah. just hanging on at this point. Okay, I got to stop blood flow. I turn oh, around, fuck. I get bit in the upper part of like in my love handle, right? And I'm going for the door. And I'm like, why the fuck is the door unlocked? Open the fucking door. I just got bit in the dick. And she's like, what? I get in the car, I slam the door. And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, yes, yes. And I, I turned to my stepson's uh, friend's mom. I said, can, can you just turn around for a second? I, I, I got to look. And I pull it down. There was, there was 
it broke a little skin. It not bad. It it felt much worse than it was, but I made it worse by squeezing it with my little oh. rip to the point where I had a black and blue penis for like almost three fucking weeks. And because I Dang. thought my dick was hanging in Dicks it. are resilient, bro. Yeah. And I'm just well, at least stretch his skin there. on your body, dude. Yeah. I'm like, well, at least it's still there. However, oh, dude, it's now I'm hurt like a mofo. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. But then I guess long story short, six months later, it just it really got aggressive with other people and they had to put it down. So unfortunately. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I ever got hit with that. Dude, those are the like when I have I don't have nightmares too much, like hardly ever, but the dreams I do have are like things that I things that I think about that I wonder if I could go through with them, like uh like shooting my dog in the face if he bit my my future children or like uh snapping his neck like these are things and i it's terrible but it's like my body's like my mind's preparing me to do the things that i maybe don't want to do or like you know killing a man if like i had to defend my myself or my family right so those are the dreams that i that i have it's not like a nightmare but it's like oh the dog that i love the most like could i fucking strangle him to death if i had to and i know that's terrible to say or why would you have to you sicko that's weird I'm just saying, like, if oh, he, there's if, reasons. If he bit my kid's face off, and just in the heat of the moment, could I like strangle him to death or oh, shoot yeah, him? You would. But you don't have a kid. No, I'm saying in the fe- like, it's like my future kids that I could have someday. That's the things. So I you're think about. you're like thinking of future problems. This this is the problem. You got to just only yeah, in my dreams. Manifest it's, it. It's just my dreams, right? Yeah, I probably am going to manifest. I'm going to have to kill my dog someday. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man, but that's a that's the shit I think about. Well, hey, it's like once you once you find that lucky lady who wants to have kids with you, you could just be straight up. Just so you know, yeah. I will kill my dog if I have to. <laughs> yeah, he's got one. Tom Segura did a great bit on this on his last Netflix special a couple years ago. He was like, "I love that dog, but I'll kill that motherfucker." And like, <laughs> like, like, like he tells his kids, "Like I love you so much, and you love that dog." I will drown that dog in the bathtub because I love you so much. Like it was a great fit, but that's the stuff I think about. And I was like, Oh shit, if I ever have kids, am I going to, Oh God. But anyway, ghost, I'm sorry. Your dick got bit. Um, it's hey, terrible. It's all better now. I mean, that was a few years ago. So damn, I have a little pit mix and she's like, so my neighbor, uh, former co-host puds brought his little baby over tonight and she was, you know, she's crawling now. She's all over the place. And my dog loves to lick him. Right. Like she I guess she thinks he tastes good or something. So the baby is like a mini version of of him. And she just wants to lick this baby. And she was very sweet, like, you know, but just like licking her mouth and like <laughs> yeah. her face and stuff. But I'm not worried about. Yeah, she's a pit. And I, I don't have anything against the breed either. I really think it's just they tend to be abused more. Dude, they're the nicest dogs. They're so strong they that, do. that people raise them, them to fight. They're the yeah. she's stupid strong, dude. Like. She I have I've always had them my whole life. Babies alone and go go out and work the fields with and leave the pit bulls to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're badass. Yeah, dude. She's and she's just sweet. I mean, she's like crazy crackhead, but when she's sleepy, dude, she's like a little princess. Like like the one we're we're training now. Uh, her name's Rain, and she, she'll always come in here. Like if I'm doing stuff for the the, the show. You can always hear her walk. Okay, she's only seven months old. My my big dog Bane. It goes about 130 pounds, and then I have a train walker coonhound. Yes, I said coonhound, Ryan. Yeah, what year is it? Jesus, it's 1933. And, <laughs> um, and he goes right around 75, 80 pounds. Well, you can barely hear those two walk around. We call her Little Miss High Stepper because she she high steps. Now she does oh, have just- a slight. Yeah, she has a slight neurological disorder. But she comes in here and she's just licking the air, comes running. Neurodivergent. Lick, 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 lick. And she's just a huge, you know, she's a kisser. And, you know, that's just, oh, well, she's funny. Look who this is. Hello. What's going on? Rained out, ran What's going on, guys? I'm real. I'm late. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, you're right on time, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we got five minutes left in the first hour before we get into our sponsors. Sweet. 
No, I'm kidding. Can you imagine being on a show where like, like you're a guest on the show and they just like stop the interview mid thing. And now a word from our sponsor. Can you imagine that? That'd be like awful, going on dude. drinking bros. No, I was just like, Oh my God. I, I was on someone's show the other day and uh, they didn't do this, but like, as soon as like, I was like, all right, good night, everybody. And he was like, and now a word from our sponsors, like, and we were live on YouTube doing this. And I was like, how joking? long are you holding that in, bro? Like he was like, ready to go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, I'm not going to stick around for your ad read. So I left the meeting before, like before he finished, I was like, I don't, I don't want to hear your ad reads, bro. I don't want to hear anyone's ad reads. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Can you see, let's see with audio trauma, we can just put in product placement and we could subconsciously make you buy all this stuff. Oh, like, Coca Cola can. And oh yeah, we totally could do that. We, that we totally could freaking like, like in the middle of a radio drama, we could just be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm going out on this date. Hey, 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 bud, you got that some of that blue chew? Right. <laughs> oh, that's perfect, dude. Or like, yeah, we're going to Chili's where they have 10.99 all you can eat ribs. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. It's like, man, I could really use a Coke right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's honestly, that's genius. That's <laughs> And that's how you could sell. Like, if you ever did want like ad sponsors or anything like that, that's how you could sell it is like, hey, we're not going to do reads, but we will incorporate it into the script. Like that, that, or yeah. Oh my God. Are we going down to the, are we going, are we to the dark side of the devil right now? On this show? <laughs> We're already like bringing it out to the ether. It's like, Hey, Satan, we, we want to make some money. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I'm a king of rock, there is none higher. Sucker MCs to call me sire. To vote my kingdom, you must use fire. I won't stop rocking till I retire. Now we rock the party and come correct. All pistol on top and rhyme connect. Got the right to vote and we'll elect. Another rapper can't stand up, but give us respect. Writers of the storm. 
woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.